Welcome to the Stress Nanny Podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Miller, and I'm so glad that you're here. In the past on the Stress Nanny, I've done the majority of the episodes with interviews. With a change in routine at my house, it's necessary for me to shift things up a little bit. So I'm going to be doing more short and informative podcasts than interviews. We'll still do some interviews, but a lot of times it'll just be me sharing information or a story, and it will be me inviting you to see your life or your stress levels in a different way or through a different lens in order to help you stress less. So if you have questions in that regard, please feel free to send them my way. Today we're going to talk a little bit about terrain theory. So right now across the world, we're having a lot of attention on immune health. And you might remember from previous episodes that I spent several years studying the immune system in order to put an autoimmune disease into remission. During that time, I took a lot of effort to connect with resources, specifically by a PhD immunologist, Sarah Ballantyne. She has an approach that works for a lot of people and is based on her work as an immunologist. As I studied the different scientific aspects of the immune system and started to apply the principles into my life, I found them to be very helpful. One of the hardest things that she talked about in terms of the immune system was lifestyle. (laughs) So I had a challenging time implementing the lifestyle changes that she suggested for the immune system. So I start out with that just to let you know that I don't anticipate you being able to make a bunch of changes today after this podcast. And I recognize that these changes may sound foreign and they may not even sound connected to the immune system as you know it. But I invite you to just consider them and just maybe contemplate implementing one or two in the future and give them some space to kind of just settle in your brain and see if they might not be helpful. So a lot of times when we talk about the immune system, we talk about it from a germ theory perspective. Kate Stillman had a great article about this this week. Germ theory is that you're completely subject to the external influences around you without minding the terrain with which those germs like would access your body. So terrain theory looks at the body from like an immune integrity standpoint and helps you focus on the ways you can create an immune system that is capable and efficient in um, combating disease, germ, bacteria, anything that might come your way, viruses. And so when we shift our thinking a little bit from germ theory to terrain theory, we start to pay more and more attention to the ways that we are either hindering our immune system or supporting it. And it's a little bit of a shift in terms of responsibility, because if we think about life from a germ theory perspective, we think about it as kind of out of our control. We're at the mercy of whatever comes our way. Uh, Whereas a terrain perspective helps us feel a little more sense of control because we know how to support immune integrity and we're consistently doing things that boost our immune system instead of make it work even harder. As someone who 
navigated an autoimmune condition, I know that a lot of my actions were complicating the effort of my immune system. And one of the reasons I found myself in such a hard place physically was because I was actually doing things that made it harder for my immune system to do its job. I was adding inflammation to my body in a number of ways. And so the levels were so high that my body was unable to kind of bring them back down to a normal space. And those levels started spreading, you know, to different organs. And so when we can kind of think of the immune system as a whole and think of it from a terrain theory perspective, we think of the immune system being the thing that protects our body and the kind of in Ayurveda, the sister of yoga, they describe it as the glue that holds the body together. So it's the part of you that like knows what to do and when to do it and knows what is you and what is not you. So obviously in regular life, we have to approach immunity from both a germ theory and a terrain theory perspective. However, most of the time and in most modern medical situations, we frequently approach it from a germ theory. We see um, illness and disease. We see threat as external things. And we don't pay as much attention to the internal resources we have that are like able to combat those things. We also don't pay attention to the actions that we take that either boost those internal resources or detract from them. So I want to just point out today a few things to kind of get you thinking. One of the things is that the stress level that we run on regularly in our lives has a huge impact on our immune system integrity. So when we carry less stress, our immune system can be stronger, which is kind of a hard thing to hear right now because we're all operating at epic stress levels. However, there are some simple things we can do to bring our stress levels down, which is going to automatically boost our immune system. And we all want strong immune systems right now. So you can think about it from this these two perspectives. You can either look at decreasing the number and severity of stressors that you have. So kind of getting a feel for what are the things weighing on you, where are the things that are um, the most challenging for you to deal with stress-wise. So you could journal it, you could write it down, like write down your top 10, and then kind of just number them in terms of which ones are the most problematic for you at any given time. And then the other way you can think of it is by increasing your resilience. So you can decrease the impact of those stressors by your actions also. So for the first one, it's a little bit easier, right, to think about the things that stress us out. So right now, being like completely out of routine is stressful. Maybe, you know, accessing news or just the level of uncertainty that we're operating with is stressful. Having our family relationships shifting is stressful. Not seeing people that we love, not being able to touch or hug is stressful. So there are a lot of different things that are, you know, very obvious stressors right now. And so that might be an easier place to start. And if you feel like that's a great place to start, what you can do is just make a list and then look at, you know, take the ones that are high on the list, the ones that are stressing you out the most, and then think about if there's something you could do to help them 
be less stressful? So is it imperative that you do something a certain way? Could you loosen your expectations? Could you shift a timeline? Could you be more patient with yourself or your kids or, you know, whatever it is, see if there's a way you can kind of mitigate some of that stress or at least lessen it so that the overall load to your immune system is lower. The next thing, just the increasing resilience, you can probably think of a few things right now that you could do to help your body deal with stress. And we've talked about a lot of them on the podcast, and I'll be highlighting some over the next few weeks. But you know, because you know your body and your life, what are the things that help you navigate stress? Now, the key here is to recognize which of those things that you use to, to combat stress are actually helpful and which are not. I'm going to give you an example that I mentioned a lot in my course. I was a resident assistant in college, and it was kind of a stressful job because I was in charge of the 60 girls in my building, and then we had this rotating schedule where we would, you know, monitor other other buildings also. It was really emotional, you know, like an emotionally heavy job because there were all these girls in the thick of college with all the things that go on in college life. And it was my job to kind of keep tabs on them, offer them support, and connect them with the resources that they needed. At the time, I didn't have the emotional tools to navigate that much of an emotional load. So while we got training as resident assistants, I didn't, I didn't know how to process that much emotion. I was really, really good at listening. So I'd be listening all the time you know, encouraging people, offering a few suggestions, but mostly just helping people kind of sort their way through things. At the end of the day, what I would do is I would go home or run over to the creamery if I had run out of cookie dough. I would go home and open up my little tub of cookie dough and just spoon it, like just eat cookie dough all night long. Like I would just come home late after locking up at like midnight, have some cookie dough, and then (laughs) then go to bed. Um, so at the time that was a way I was increasing resilience. I thought, right? Like this is how I'm dealing with this. This is how I'm making this a less stressful situation. But as you can imagine me eating cookie dough in copious quantities at midnight consistently was probably actually not building hardly any resilience for my body, my physical body. You know, emotionally, I felt like it was giving me like a hit and I could be happy and not feel so overburdened by everyone's struggles. But physically, I was um, I was using a mechanism to decrease my stress that was actually increasing my physical stress. And when I started navigating my autoimmune remission journey, I realized that I did that pretty consistently. A lot of the things that I did to decrease stress emotionally actually increased my stress physically. And so I would invite you to just keep tabs on where you're at with that. I'm not saying change everything right now. Now is not the time to probably make huge shifts in your wellness. And if you have something that's working for you and keeping you steady right now, by all means, I'm not telling you you need to shift it. But if you're struggling and you're kind of looking for a way out and you feel like you're just digging a deeper hole for yourself, that's where this might come in handy. Because if you can identify a few of the ways that you navigate stress, 
that are not building physical resilience for you. And then if you can replace them with some tools to navigate stress that will build resilience, you'll be that much better off. And honestly, it's like a balance, right, between those two, between decreasing the things that stress you out and then increasing the efficacy and integrity of the things that build your resilience to stress. Um, And those are two principles that Sarah Ballantyne, the PhD immunologist, talks about is, you know, just tuning into which ones are going to have the biggest impact for you and which ones are going to be maybe the easiest for you to change right now or at first to kind of get you going. So as you look at your list or kind of think through your list, just know also that things can shift and sometimes stressors or um, habits that seemed really ingrained, they're, they're movable. You can do something. And so don't count out your ability to be creative around your list, around the things you're thinking of. Because if you can look at it with a little bit of creativity, often you can see solutions that you wouldn't otherwise. But if you just kind of put your blinders on and see it the way you've always seen it, you will have a hard time coming up with new ways to deal. But if you can look at it with a fresh perspective and kind of just open it up and let yourself get creative, ask for support, ask someone else, you know, what ideas they might try or how they manage different stresses, you can you can get some traction and start to make changes. And then once you do make changes, it's kind of like a snowball effect and you feel a little bit better. You feel a little bit more steady mentally or emotionally and physically. And then you're encouraged to try a few more things and like get going a little bit further down the path of reducing your stress. At the end of the day, recognizing that you are human, that you're fantastic, that you're doing your best is important. And so not beating yourself up for any of these things and not looking at your list with a ton of judgment, but just looking at it with neutrality and creativity and giving yourself the opportunity to strengthen your immune system right now so that your terrain is stronger and your resilience is greater. (music) 